Democracy, democracy. Democracy is not what these people need. Hell, it's not even what they want. America's been trying to install democracies in nations for a century, and it hasn't worked one time. These countries don't have the most basic building blocks to support a democracy. Little things like we ought to be tolerant of those who disagree with us. We ought to be tolerant of those who worship a different god than us. That a journalist ought to be able to disagree with the president. And you think that you can just march into these countries based on some fundamentalist religious principles, drop a few bombs, topple a dictator, and start a democracy? Hello, podcast listeners. This is the Brendan Brown's Collections of Facts and Theories podcast show. And as you heard that um, in through, in through, that was the trailer for Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. And also, I do not own any copyright of anyone's thinking that I am. I, I do not own any copyright of that song or music background, whatever they have for that game. But to really start this epi- um, podcast episode out, as you've probably already seen the title, you should know that on this first half, I will be talking about the two worstest games that people, not two worstest games, the two games that people think are horrible, but are actually a great foundation in the franchise that I play for that game, starting with Call of Duty, and then the next half, I'll talk about Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. So Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. The reason why that game, to me, in my opinion, because most people, if I were a normie, most people would probably, you know, say, oh, I hate that game, I hate that game. But in my opinion, it's the best game, okay, in the Call of Duty franchise. Not now, because Modern Warfare 2019 took the spot. So now, you know, because, like, before Modern Warfare, that was my number one Call of Duty game I liked and enjoyed, but... Once Modern Warfare 2019 came out, 
that became my number one card game. But still, I think it's still in the top two because Advanced Warfare is top one. Because my top three best card games are Advanced Warfare, Modern Warfare 2019, and Modern Warfare 3 2011. And um, the reason why I say those games are the best because those were the games I mainly played in the card franchise. I played other card games, but those were the main ones I really played a lot. Because the first card game I played was Black Ops when I was really young. I watched my uncle play it. Because my uncle was, was a really good gamer back in the early 2000s and, you know, late 2010s. No, yeah. Like, somewhere in the late 2000s, I mean, in the early 2010s. Like, 2008, because I was born in 2005. So, around the early times of when I was younger, I played a bunch of fighting games and um, card games. That's why I like cards so much. And that's why I'm a gamer. Because of my uncle. If it weren't for my uncle, I probably wouldn't become a gamer. I miss them days, though, where me and my uncle used to play games together. Fight each other in Mortal Kombat, fight each other on COD. I remember. And then his friends came over, and there was like a little trio or even four people. I remember them days. So amazing days. But let me get off that part, because let's focus on the main part, what I'm talking about. So, back to the story. Yeah, the first game I played was Black Ops. And um, when Modern Warfare came out, that's the one I really played a lot. And then when Advan- when Black Ops came out, I realized on PS3 it didn't have a story mode, so we took it back to the store. And a year later, I got a PS4, excuse me, PS4, and I had to bundle with COD Black Ops um, 3. And Black Ops 3 was a good game, but it's like a 80 or 70% good, I'll give it. But it's not like a top tier where I'll get excited. The only part, the only reason why I like the game is that it's action pack. Because when it comes to card games, I really want to be action-packed and have a good, solid story. That's the only two stuff I want together. If those two aren't together, I'm not going to like the card game. And that's why Call of Duty Black Ops 3 did not have a good story. All it was was just you time-traveling or something like that. I don't remember. And you just do action-packed stuff. It had to action-packed. Don't get me wrong. It was great with action and shooting and stuff, but... Really, with all the story, it wasn't really broken down well. And that's what I want about COD. That's why I like, not just with COD, but with any games, I always start with the story mode so I can know the lore of that story before I just play random games. And if it doesn't have a story mode, then I'll go straight to playing the game and understanding the characters and their backgrounds and stuff because I'm a lore guy when it comes to video games. That's just played on me. I'm I'm a lore guy. So... Um, I'ma just break down my history of COD, but, yeah, after I played Black Ops and Modern Warfare, I played it again in, like, 2014, 2013. Um, I heard of Advanced Warfare at the time when it came out in 2014. I never played it, though, until 2016, and, um, I had it on PS3, and then, yeah, so 2016... Darren, that's a long time, Paul, because there's... <laughs> 2016, I played Call of Duty on PS3. To me, in my opinion, because I was young at the time, the graphics were the best graphics on that game. It was better than Black Ops 3 graphics. Then when I got it on PS4 in 2017, beginning 2017, because it was f- like three years after that game came out, 
I was shocked and like the graphics look like an ultimate betterness. Like it's like a remastered version of PS3 one, but it's not really remastered because you know they released them at the same time. I just never knew because at the time then I didn't have a PS5, you know, because I think my PS5 came like the end of 2015 and I wasn't really getting that much PS4 games because I think they were more expensive than PS3 games at the time, I think. But, um, yeah, I played Advanced Warfare. And when I played that game, it had a wonderful story. Like, I mean, when you play it, it's the story is amazing. People say the story is bad. To me, it's good. And the ending was like a cliffhanger. And... That game had so much stuff, like what we're learning in class, you know, about stories and stuff, the tone and everything. It had everything. It had the tone, different tones, I should say. It had suspense, probably like a little bit of suspense in the story. It had cliffhangers, foreshadowings. It had everything in that game. And even had a characterization. <laughs> I'm giving y'all a little education episode today. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Education. This um game is just wonderful. It's action-packed. And it's a real well-written story-based story. Knowing that people used to say you have to press F in your chat to pay respects. Or you gotta realize that um, Mitchell's friend... Wasn't they at the beginning of the story? It sounded like they just met, but they were actually friends for a long time, and then you know, so on. Then they're saying that the actor I forgot his name was, um, you know, what I'm not gonna say that word, but he was happy, and um, they like to say he was such such, and um, he was a horrible actor, but it doesn't matter about that. The Gideon guy, I guess they put so much effort on him being bad. Then they tried to say that that lady, Alona, was a bad lady. That character wasn't bad neither. All these characters were good. When they killed Cormac, I was so sad. And it's like when I played on PS3, because I played Storm Mode for the first time on PS3, I was so sad that Cormac and um that other guy, I forgot his name, died. Not Gideon, but the other guy. Not Mitchell neither. Died. And then, when I played it on PS4, it was even, even worse because the graphics looked so much realer and it really hurt me to see it, you know, so digitized so well in a way to where you'll cry because when Cormac died, I was just upset because Cormac was a good leader. And it's upsetting that they killed that character off the game. Um, I really want them to make a sequel to this game. The sequel to this game can just be called, if you call Duty Advanced Warfare 2, thought they were going to make it in 2017 because they said they were, but they didn't because of World War II because people wanted boots on the ground Call of Duty, and they wanted it, and guess what happened? They had the worst COD ever when they had World War II. They were saying at least it was better than COD um, Advanced Warfare. Well, who cares? Advanced Warfare, in my opinion, was the best COD game ever. I want them to make a sequel because it's a cliffhanger. A sequel was supposed to come out this year, but Sledgehammer worked with Treyarch instead of work with, no, Raven's um, Store, Raven's Storm, and the other companies. They worked together except Sledgehammer, 
And that's why Treyarch took this here, because it was supposed to be Sledgehammer year to make Advanced Warfare 2, but they couldn't. And I'm very upset with it. I wanted an Advanced Warfare 2. I've been praying since 2017 for an Advanced Warfare 2, because that game was on a cliffhanger. Like, we need a second sequel to this. As long as they just give me a sequel, I'll be fine. You don't have to make it a trilogy or whatever. Just make it a sequel. And if you do make it a trilogy or a quadrilogy, I would even be even more happier. Because that's even more sequels to lead to this game. Because with the main villain dead, with Cormac dead, you still got that cliffhanger with Atlas versus Sento. The story can start off right where it came from at. With Mitchell still having his, um, you know, his body getting messed up a little bit. And Gideon was still picking him up. Alonia is still alive, so just make it to where those three just came together. And they, and they were fighting Atlas sword, excuse me, Atlas soldiers to, you know, get their way out there. And so to clarify what I'm trying to say, to make it in a sense... I'm trying to say that, you know, it took place from where it was at, and they're trying to defend themselves, still trying to fight against Atlas, and then eventually the story leads on to where, you know, it was a happier life, and then maybe like an undercover villain came by and killed them or something, not killed them, but tried to hunt them down or something, and then it gets to where it's a big point to where, like, you get to the end of the story, and then the story ends, and then that's it. Or you can make like a post credit scene to that sequel, and then you'll be like, oh wow, there's going to be a third Call of Duty. Like, they should have put more continuity to the story, more content to the story. Like, they should have brought that back. Because I believe they would have re redeemed that whole Call of Duty Advanced Warfare arc thing, you know, about people calling it bad. They probably would redeem it if they would have made more sequels. Because they should have ignored the fans and made Call of Duty 2 because you don't know what Call of Duty 2 would have been. And then make a third one this year. You don't know. Because sometimes sequels can be better than their predecessors. Or sometimes predecessors are better than sequels. But I believe this sequel might have would have redeemed that um you know negative arc about the Advanced Warfare franchise. Knowing it's just one game, to me it's like a franchise because... I wanted a sequel, or you can make a prequel to it and make it take place when Cormac was alive still or something like that, or make the game to where it's set in a prequel and a sequel stage where it's taking place in the flashbacks with um, Mitchell, you know, when he was younger, and have Mitchell probably, you know, still the same age he is on the game for the last game, or have him older, if you get what I'm saying, and, um, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can try to, you know, just make a good sequel to this game. And I'm just upset because people don't like it, but to me, it was a great game. It was. And it will always be remembered in my heart. I still got it on PS4, so when the PS5 come out, I'm going to hope it plays on PS5. Because some PS4 games can play on PS5, so I hope it does play. So I can even play it another remastered version of it because there's a PS3 version and PS4 version. So PS4 version is like a remaster of the PS3. So imagine it being on PS5. If it bees on PS5, it can be another remastered version of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. All I know, Paul, because is that 
All we got to do is just stay aware, stay, um, you know, alerted for the new card game to come out. And we'll find out what card 2021 will be because you don't know what it could be. Maybe it might be Advanced Warfare 2. And I'm just saying things. Maybe in 2021, we might get Advanced Warfare 2. We don't know. But all I can say is, is that the people who did Sledgehammer, they worked hard on it. And in my opinion, I appreciate Advanced Warfare. So that's all I had to say for today, Pocket listeners. And let's move on to the next segment of this episode. Hello, podcast listeners. I know you just listened to um, me talking about Call of Duty and card games. If you want to ever buy card games or if you're a big fan of shooting games, you can still get Call of Duty Advanced Warfare and not just Advanced Warfare, but other card games on Amazon, Walmart, and other, you know, type of stores that sell video games and movies and discs and you know what else. But on this commercial break, I just wanted to just advertise that, you know, Walmart, Best Buy, and other stores are still selling Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, even knowing that the game is like at least five, six years old. And they still sell other Call of Duty games and other video games. So I hope you enjoyed this brief commercial break, and um, let's move on to the next segment. disappearing including the flash many white lotus have also disappeared earth is in the process of merging with another planet but energies are in constant flux as a result of the merging Someone much more powerful. 
your world is invading mine, affecting everything and everyone in it. Bitter rivals must fight as one. You must gather an army, both dark and light. If we fail, none of us will survive. It's worse than I suspected. Much worse. We have come to challenge you in mortal combat. listeners we have returned from the commercial break and you probably or should i say you already just heard the trailer of mortal Kombat versus dc universe so another game that people say that is horrible but in my opinion it's not horrible it's actually one of the best games it's not the greatest game in that franchise to me but it's one of the best games to me out of fighting and in that franchise, in my opinion. So this game came out in 2008, November 16th, two days before my birthday. So I was two at the time, to almost turning three since that's two days before my birthday. And um, I remember I used to watch my uncle play that game. And um, as I got older, I started playing it too. And um, that game didn't really have as much killing. That's why people didn't really like that Mortal Kombat, because it didn't have enough chopping off your heads and doing all that other stuff but to me it was good because you know I liked it and then my uncle let me play that one because it didn't really had explicit killing that game was more of um a teenage game because they lower down the fatalities because they know if they have Batman they're not gonna chop off Batman's head like that they're just gonna have you fight Batman or something that's why in Injustice games they don't do fatalities they only do fighting but in Mortal Kombat, though, they will do um, fatalities. And they did brought back Joker. So, of course, they're going to have Joker's head cut off because Joker is like a villain. And he's so dark and evil. He's not a superhero. Now, if they had Superman or something like that, then that's a no-no. And plus, that would be impossible to kill Superman if Superman is a man of steel. Now, Batman, you can see that. But Superman, that be just really weird. And like how they say, children will be looking at that game and they'll be messed up for their entire lives. Seeing their best superheroes get cut off and their heads off, that would not look right, okay? That's why DC does not want to do that. So I agree on DC with that. But I would want a Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe too. So the story for MK vs. DC is way better than MK9 story in my opinion. But like I already said... MK vs. DC skins are um, somewhat a little bit better than MK9 skins. Um, MK vs. DC is a good game. Solid story. And I like how they had the two stories come separate and then they combine together as the story emerges and go on. Because eventually it's Superman vs. Raiden. If you're on Mortal Kombat, you're going against Superman. If you're on DC, you're going against Raiden. And then so on after that, you're going against Darkon, and after you done fight Darkon, 
the worlds will stop merging. Sorry for spoiling the story, but that game's almost at least like, yeah, it's already 11 years old. Dang. That game is like 11, 12 years old, guys and gals, because um, the 10th anniversary was in 2018, so. Heck, as long as I be 13 years old. And then MK9 will be 10 years old next year, because MK9 came out in 2011. Next year is 2021. So, dang, that's a lot of years, you know, for NetherRealm and their midway game. I wonder what they're going to do for MK9's 10th anniversary next year. That would be it would be a good thing to have a remaster on PS5 cuz I was saying it would look good on PS4 but mm, they might remaster it on PS5, we don't know. That would be amazing, but um not really much to say about MK versus DC. I just wanted to add that in with this episode because, you know, People like to put these games down, and these games are not even that bad. They're actually excellent, in my opinion. And in probably in other people's opinion, too. Because, you know, whenever there's a per, um, a group that likes, the majority of that group likes that certain thing, there still is going to be a little bit of people who still likes that thing that people hate. Just like with MK DC and Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. You might still hate Um... Forgive me for what I just said now that, you know, it sounds kind of weird that I said, um, just now. It's because I edited something out and it was horrible. I'm sorry for the edit. But back to what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's, I didn't really have much to say about MK vs. DC because, you know, there's not really that much to say about the game. All I can say is that it's great, it's good, and, um, people who are in majorities of groups... Who say they hate that thing. Some people still like them. A little bit of people who are in that group. And you know. I'm one of those people. In the Mortal Kombat community. Who likes that game. Because I was a DC fan. Well not was. I am still a DC fan. But at a time then I really liked Batman and stuff. And so. I just wanted to play that game. And I learned about Luke Kang and Scorpion and everybody. And that's how I became a Mortal Kombat fan. And that's why I like so much Mortal Kombat lore. I believe Mortal Kombat is the reason why I like lore so much and stories. That's why I like learning so much. Because ever since Mortal Kombat, it's been like that. Because, you know, I like lore. I like learning new parts of stories. Learning this and that. Learning that and that about that story. I'm a lore guy. So, if you need me to sit down and talk to you about that, I can make a lore episode about some. If you give me the time to sit down, edit my parts that I need to say. The main parts and um yeah i can really do a great job on talking about lore but um yeah i think that's it to really talk about podcast listeners again the youtube video i did say i was gonna release it today but i didn't release it today or yesterday so i don't know if i will but i might release one tomorrow because i have early release tomorrow um i will make an nba finals podcast episode tomorrow if I have the chance to make it, I don't know, because I might go to bed, because usually on the weekends, I go to sleep a lot, so all I got to say is that if um I go to sleep after the game, that means I didn't make an episode, but I'll try to make an episode on game three or game four whenever the chance comes, and um I might try to put on my podcast page maybe like um a, you know, a post of they them winning, winning game two. Because I know the Lakers are going to win and sweep them, in my opinion. I'm just predicting that. But, um, yeah. 
that's it, Paul, guys, listeners, and um, keep tuning into my episodes and listen to Alan Levi Simmons and listen to the Jeremiah Patterson Show. Have a blessed day, and keep on living positive.